Hey everyone, welcome to Through the Winters Ministry Podcast Season 3. If you're a returning listener, or maybe this is your first time tuning in, we want to say thank you for checking out our program. And if you haven't had the chance yet, we encourage you to look through some of our previous episodes. Now, Through the Winters Ministry is all about helping people draw closer to God and helping them find purpose in their pain, whether present or past. We believe God can help bring healing and even use your situations to help be a light to others who are also hurting. Listen, I'm excited to get started for today's episode. Let's go. Hey everyone, Sam once again here. Before we get started with our episode, uh, I just want to ask you guys to share our podcast with friends and family members. Hit that subscribe button if you can. Every little bit goes a long way for us in our ministry and getting the news about our podcast and our ministry out there to as many people as possible. Now, on today's episode, Marsha is going to share about what will the new normal be for you after this pandemic and after everything that we've been going through. If things start to change and start to open up again, what is your normal going to look like? Is it going to be like it was before the pandemic hit? Is it going to be something different? You know, many people before all this started happening were saying, man, I wish my life was different. I wish I had a new hobby or had more time for this or or that I can change certain things. And yet here now in this situation, we hear a lot of people saying, wish I can go back to the way life was. I wish things could go back to the way they could be. I understand what that means. And of course, you understand what that means. But for some of us, do we really want to go back to things that maybe we didn't like anyway before? And maybe here is an opportunity where things can change, where we can maybe start seeing life differently, or even take advantage of the moments that we have right now to move forward in what God has for us. Well, Marsha's going to share a little bit about what will life be like? You know, what will be the new normal for you? You know, have you thought about what you can do differently or whether it's a new hobby or whether it's a new task or maybe getting a new lease on life when it comes to your things with God. Check it out. I'm sure you guys will enjoy. All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Through the Winters Ministry Podcast. And um, today we're going to talk about things being normal. Well, actually, Marsh is going to talk about things being normal. What exactly is normal? And uh, Marsha just has some stuff on her mind and her heart to share with us. And I'm going to pass it over to her and I'll just fill in the commentaries somewhere in between. You're always so good with that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I listened to this wonderful preaching by Stephen Furtick. And he was, it was, it was really, really good. So I want to just say disclosure, this is not my original idea. This was a, this was a preaching that I heard that was fantastic. But I do want to tell you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. You are not oh, Stephen Furtick. Oh, Stephen. Yeah. Stephen, not yeah. Samuel Furtick. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we, Sam and I, we spent two and a half years apart because I was a student at Zion Bible Institute. It's not Zion Bible Institute anymore. It's North Fork uh, something. I have no clue. I know. It's, okay. They changed the name for whatever okay. reason, but it was Zion Bible Institute. Now, this was a phenomenal Bible college, and they had they were on several acres of property. 
and I believe it was a it was I don't know how many students it couldn't it probably like four or five hundred students that were there and we were in a literal bubble I realize it now that we were on a bubble like you know we went to the Feli and that's where we got our drinks our sodas and things like that you went to the cafeteria you studied on this beautiful manicured lawn there was absolutely no reason to leave this bubble not unless you had different things that you wanted to get and I spent my first year there realizing that a lot of the things that I used to think were being conditioned like it was it was changing and um and I started doing things that were were not necessarily normal but now became normal and then after my second year I believe that I started to I started to think that this was normal life. This was the way life was always going to be. I mean, like the way life on campus. Life on campus. Like, everybody was... The way you did everything, the way you saw everything, the way you experienced everything, that that was just life period. Life period. Now, keep in mind, folks, this is her first time away from home, too. So, she graduated from high school, and this was her first experience ever being away from home while she was in college. Right. Now, mind you, no one used used potty words... No one, you know, talked about having sex and doing drugs. Those kind of things were were frowned upon. It was a Christian college. Because it was a Christian college. So you literally got, for, like, fed the word. And you experienced, like, there were times I would go into the cafeteria and there were girls crying and praying and seeking the face of God in the middle of the cafeteria. Not your average college campus. Not your average college campus. <laughs> there were times that worship music is going on in the dorm rooms and people are having, you know, having a moment with God. So when it was time for me to leave Zion, I realized that I was not in a normal situation. Stephen Furtick did it did a great job of explaining how we can mistaken the situation we're in and think of it as normal. And he used he used the story of the Israelites. They had left Egypt uh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh's son had passed away and, and, and died because of the last plague. And the Israelites were finally leaving. All, probably 1.2 million of them were walking out. They had their stuff and they're in front of the Red Sea. And they are like, where are we going to go from this point? And the Bible says that as Pharaoh was coming towards them, the people started to get afraid. And they looked at Moses and said, weren't there enough graves in Egypt? Now you're going to have us die here. And uh, it was at that moment that Stephen, Pastor Stephen, decided to, to twist the whole story by saying, is there a moment in our life where we are wanting to go back to slavery? Now, I know for some of you who may have, who have been in church for a long time, you understand that slavery is wrong. And the Israelites were coming out of slavery, but for whatever reason, in the midst of their fear, they wanted to go back to slavery. Because when you're afraid, you go back to what what is, yes, exactly, to what you know. And... That is your normal. It's funny because I was, 
uh, during the time of 9-11, they said that many people went back to church. Uh And the reason why they went back to church is because when you're going through certain things, when you are having uh, a moment, when tragedy is hitting, you will go back to a place or a time when you were happy or a place where you knew what was coming. It's not that they wanted to be slaves, but they at least understood tomorrow. They knew what tomorrow was going to look like. They knew that they were going to get beat, whipped. Uh, They knew the taskmasters. They knew that they weren't going to have enough food to eat. It was something that they understood. They were used to it. They were conditioned by it. Were they living the life that they should live? Absolutely not. But guess what? Because they knew what tomorrow brought, it was better than the uncertainty that they were facing. So he started to, he's talking about how we, in times of fear, what are we turning to? What are we wanting to go back to that we know wasn't good? So he he went on and he said that he bumped into a, a woman and she says man I can't wait to go back to normal now this was the same woman was this was a woman that he had spoken to before the pandemic who hated her life she hated the life she was living in she complained about it she was upset about it she was annoyed about it but she was annoyed but knew what tomorrow brought and I had to I stopped and I thought to myself I remember being annoyed about certain things. I remember being annoyed at certain people at church. I remember being annoyed going to work and having to wake up and do this and do that and get myself dressed and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I was annoyed by, by, by just different things just annoyed me. And the very thing that I can say got me agitated then I would love to have a moment for that right now. To have it back for a moment. To have it back for a moment. Just that one moment where everything can go back to normal. Now, it's interesting that he keeps going. Stephen continues to go on and he says, we need to stop looking back for the normal and look forward to normal. What does it look like when we're looking forward to tomorrow? We don't know. And in the moment that I'm living in at right now, I have to erase what I was hoping we would eventually get back to, even though it was kind of, it wasn't good. I remember the very, I think it was like the second or third week of quarantine there's a there are a small group of people in my life that I've been seeing like I would see them I'm like okay you don't got the virus right okay who you hanging out with you hanging out with too many people all right I can't be with you but I decided all right I'm gonna be with you because you guys you don't go anywhere and I want to be with you so I was I was with I was with uh my kids I went out on a hike I went on a I think it must have been a three three mile hike. Then we came home, and then I walked again with um, with the same group of friends, and we walked around. I think from about another hour and a half. That night, I conked out and I slept for twelve hours. I slept for twelve hours. I didn't realize how tired I was. 
I didn't realize how exhausted I was. I didn't realize how mentally and emotionally drained I was. There was absolutely no way I would have been able to continue my life the way it was going to the end of 2020. No way. I was a teacher. I was, you know, I'm a mother of four. I was help. I'm one of the leaders for the youth group. We have our ministry. I was doing school for myself. I was in college and I was doing this. I was doing that. I was running here. I was meeting with this person and that person. I was setting up this Bible lesson. I was doing this. I was doing that. And I'm thinking to myself, somehow I juggled everything, but I didn't realize I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I was drained. And I don't know if you have the same testimony of what God forced you to do. But even even in the midst of me knowing how tired I was, there's a large part of me, more than 50% of me, that wants to go back to normal. But God is saying he needs us to look forward to a new normal. What are some things that you know you need to change in order to thrive? I don't want to say survive. You need to thrive Everything in your life. You were to just go back and everything else were to recede and life were to go back to itself. What would you do different? Right. What would you change to live your life in a different way and right. hopefully a better way? Right. What would you do to live life better than it was before? It's almost like God pressed restart on the whole world. Yeah. Restart. So right as Stephen is talking, he's talking about the Israelites that are at the the Red Sea. And... um I think to myself, like, not that I called my life a slave, but I was, I was enslaved to, to time. I could not enjoy life the way I wanted to. Slave, well, it's not slave, but time was my, was my slave taskmaster. It was Sometimes just, you didn't even know it. No, didn't even know it. No, for me, that was, that was the case. Like to me, it was just this is schedule. Here's the things are like we already had stuff planned. Like right now, we're in June. I had stuff planned all the way through June. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have this ministry. We're gonna do this outreach. We're gonna do this on this weekend. We had this event coming up. We we had a youth day planned that we were gonna do on a Sunday. We had mm-hmm. uh, we we're hoping to try to do a car wash for the for the youth. We were gonna do some other stuff for that ministry, this ministry, and then, like I said, this thing canceled everything. And then, and you didn't realize that you were like so busy so now I was like mm-hmm. wait so what do I do now right. like, you're like oh wow like you know it just yeah mm-hmm. so you're you're busy but it's just become your your normal to always have the schedule and this and that and that and that, and that. you know that I gotta do this and then all of a sudden when it changes you're like wow how did I do that mm-hmm. I was, what was I running on I know it was like I was running out of fumes and didn't realize it you yep. know um, a lot of stuff yeah and as I was thinking, I'm like, all right. To, I'll be honest, still, even as he just said that, I'm like, yeah, but I would have been able to 
have I would have been able to have yeah I could have still worked it out and that's it that's what's so terrible because I'm still thinking to myself you know what yeah but it wasn't so bad like was it really that bad and I'm like oh my gosh yeah and but I still to this moment I would give just a minute of my life just so that I could go back to certain aspects I'm looking at my it summer. Doesn't mean that everything was bad. You know, no, you know. everything wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that there were so many things that were not in order. Okay. That even the good stuff, you know, the good stuff were were swallowed up mm-hmm. by the bad, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, well, for me anyway, I know that, for example, this summer, this summer is going to look different. Definitely. It's going to look so different. There are people that aren't, that are not, not that they're not with me because they passed away, but they are moving on to new endeavors in life. There are different trips that we would have normally taken. And even if we are to take those trips, they're not going to be the same. same. It's not going to be the same. You got to wear a mask wherever you go. Or you got to do this or this section's closed and things like that. It's, it's so, it's so hard to believe that what life was yesterday is the life that God's saying, no, we need to change some things around. But you know what's interesting? Is that I learned that even though certain things were taken out of my control, there were things that I do have control over. Yeah. See, the Israelites in front of the, in front of the Red Sea they didn't have control over Pharaoh. They didn't have control over, you know, the water in front of them, but they had control over their faith. And see, fear and faith are opposites. If you have fear, the opposite of fear is faith. It's, it's so crazy to think about. But let me tell you something. If you're afraid about uncertainty, everything is uncertain. We don't know what tomorrow brings. There is no way I will sit on this podcast with you and tell you, you know what, this is going to happen. Because even though a month ago we were still in the pandemic, no one would have told me that there was going to be a racial a, uh, a racial out, uh, device that was going to go all over the world like the coronavirus that no one could stop. No one could tell me that. We don't know if something else is going to erupt. And so there is a there is a sense of fear that may want to creep in. But it is only God that we can hold on to and the faith that he has given us to hold on and believe that with God, we are capable of doing all things. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Don't just say we can do all things. We can only do all things through Christ who gives us strength. When you look at my life right now, I've found a different way of using my time. Today I was, I went to the supermarket, got my mom. I took the kids to uh to a, a place for them to play a play date. Then I went and I had had dinner 
more not dinner i had lunch with a friend i went and i got my mom again it was a long long day i cleaned the house i did this i did that and you know what it felt wonderful it felt wonderful because god was giving me the strength to do it he gave me the strength for today and he'll give me strength for tomorrow i don't know what tomorrow is going to look like for you It may just mean that you need to ask God to give you strength to clean your house, organize your house, put some things in order, pay off some bills, uh, mend relationships with people that you have you have been putting off for a very long time. Maybe it's that you, you know, maybe it's time to pick up that 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 hobby that you always wanted to do. We don't know. But it could also be that it's time for you to get healthy physically and emotionally it's time to cut some people off of your life this is great Uh, not for nothing the coronavirus gave me a lot of gave me a lot of uh encouragement to get rid of some relationships that were toxic and weren't doing any good oh can i can't see you you know social distancing you know oh my gosh you know i use that opportunity to to sever some ties there's so many things that you can do so at this moment, at this time, I really, really want to encourage you. Maybe for some also, getting into their work, yes. study, some going back to school or taking time with family that they never had time before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it looks different for everyone, but we can't expect that the life that we had in 2019 is going to be seen in 2020 at all. Maybe not even in 2021. What are we going to do? How are we going to set ourselves up for the new normal? We're going to ask God to give us the strength to part the Red Sea, walk over into the new land that God has for us. That's what we need to do. We cannot control God parting the Red Sea, but we can have the faith that he is going to make a way for us to have a new life, a life that is not enslaved in the things that we used to be in. You know, old habits, old relationships, bad stuff, those kind of things. Yo, seriously, this is it. Take take the bull by the horn and look forward to normal. I want to pray for you and I want to just encourage you to, to just seek the face of God in this time. We don't know how long we're going to be here. But I know that Through the Winter's Ministry is really going to dedicate themselves to be an encouragement so that those moments when you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to hear, I don't know this, I don't know that, you'll put on the podcast. And we pray that our words to you will be encouragement. I pray that it will be soothing. It will give you comfort. We thank you so much for trusting us. So let me just pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you and I praise you, Lord, for everything that you have been doing. Lord God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that despite the losses that we have had over these last three, four months from the coronavirus, Lord, you are still on your throne and God, you are still making a way. Father, I pray that we would start turning to you. We have removed you from so many aspects of our life. Lord God, and I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would just teach us and help us to hold on to you, to show us what 
the new normal is going to be for us. One that is dependent only on you, not on money, not on ourselves, not on education, not on anything else but you. We thank you for everything that you've done and all that you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And we'll be back with some more information about Third Winter's ministry. Hey everyone, once again, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Before we let you go, just two things I want to throw you away. The first one, to remind you that if you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. The second thing is an opportunity to partner with us here at Through the Winters Ministry. There's a way that you can donate once a month a certain amount of $1, $5, or even $10 a month. If you'd be interested in helping us share the gospel and helping people find purpose in their pain and partner with our ministry in getting the gospel out there and helping bring hope to those who feel like there is no hope, just contact us at 718-679-5356. That number again is 718-679-5356. If you get the voicemail, just please leave a message and we'll get back to you. God bless you.